<laughs> What's going on, guys? It's your girl with my friends. You're tuned into Cannabis and Chardonnay, so you know what that means. You need to roll up, pour up your favorite glass so we can get into today's conversation. Um, there's a lot going on, a lot going on. But like I said last week, we're going to be discussing the importance of black business, right? But my question to us for tonight's conversation is, why are black businesses a threat, right? Um, I feel like Nipsey Hussle's death has put a lot of things into perspective, but according to me and a lot of other sources, nothing is new under the sun. So before we get into today's conversation, we are smoking on a few strains. We're smoking on Death Star, smoking on Mendo breath and what's the name of this strain here that's a great question it's right here let's see tangerine dream tangerine dream, tangerine yeah. dream. so guys remember we always dream. talked about when you go to your your local dispensary things are gonna come sealed and they're gonna always kind of pretty much show you the details of what is in your strain right and so shout out to your local dispensaries right um, we're smoking on pre-rolls as well as two grams, one gram being the Mendo breath, the other gram being the Death Star Indica, Indica strains. So our Chardonnay is going to be buttercup for the day, guys. It's very delicious, actually. It's quite, quite delicious. And I have to give a special shout out to Mama P. Pat Osberg because she watches the show and is a fan and sent us wine glasses. How cool oh. is that? Look at this cool wine glass. And it's so sturdy, which is good for me because y'all know I'm clumsy and I get drunk and get clumsy, right? So cheers to that. And let's get let's get to Denise into the to the scene a little bit. Oh, I gotta let you guys know who's on in terms of our guest. We have, yeah. of course, Denise. You're very familiar with her. This is her third time now. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. I know. <laughs> yes, Denise is amazing. She just successfully launched and completed the CCR Canaculture Retreat, which we were a part of. That was fucking yes. phenomenal. Oh, amazing, yeah. amazing. Yes, yes. Completely transformative. Like, so transformational. That's a transformative. We're going to keep it. We're going to keep it going, though. We have to. But she's also... Tell the people about you, girl. I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna let you okay. choose your own oh, home, okay. boo, because you you okay. got it like that, girl. So I am a licensed therapist. So that's my kind of number one. Everything is rooted out of you know healing for me. Yes. And so that's my number one. But my husband also own a own a business, and we do business consulting. We help business managers to redefine their operations, incorporate psychology in their standard operating procedures, and me and T are going or i'm just like no so excited. tell them tell them let I'm them know so excited i'm, I'm growing and shit yeah. i'm growing as a person this queen right here is going to be working with me to do an eight-week group for women of color that right. is called consciousness raising walk walk yes find us on facebook find us on instagram consciousness raising allows women of color to basically find healing through therapeutic intervention but also group togetherness and artistic expression yeah narrative expression exactly so we're going to be doing that for eight weeks starting may 4th yeah it's going to be really fun because t is going to be offering a second component platform tell them yes. about this and how at the end of the eight weeks we're going to allow these women to really like 
you know, find a, a period to, to the end of their healing, like to the end of their sentence. Absolutely. A lot of this was inspired just by my own personal story of, of some of the things that I've been through and the different work that I did to get myself to a solid place of healing, right? But being an artist, getting to a place of healing, dealing with my trauma actually made me a better conduit, a better instrument of art because I was able to use a lot of those experiences and express myself and that confession actually brought healing. So what I'm bringing to uh, raising, um, I'm sorry, consciousness raising, what I'm bringing to that is just that, telling your story, using your trauma artistically to retransform your life and retell the story that has been told to you, even if you created it yourself through negative experiences and thoughts, this is an opportunity to come and get amazing, amazing insight and transformation uh, transformation from a coach, right? From a coach and licensed therapist. This woman is going for her doctorates at this point. She's already got her master's. She's already done that. So she's still going higher. And then you have me who has 33 years in my craft and about 25 years of storytelling, all trauma-based healing experiences, using my traumas to actually you know, move forward. So we just invite you ladies to come and be a part of what we're doing if you're interested in expressing yourself. Um, you're still welcome to do the program without uh, participating in the monologue showcase part of it. Um, we want you more so to just come and get the healing and connect with other women who have gone through the things that you possibly have gone through. And if they have not, maybe you can share something that they can avoid so that they don't have to make your same mistakes. So, And honestly, the reason why like it's so important for women of color mm -hmm. to process through their trauma is because we're mother, right? Yep. Like we are mother. And so we have to heal that. Like we have, we mother yep. has been taken, abused, done all of these things to out, outside of our power mm -hmm. and sometimes outside yep. of our knowledge. And so those traumas that you're talking about, oftentimes they're created outside of our, our willingness. Exactly. And so we want to give women of color the opportunity to confront that trauma and to say, this is how I, I was defining you. Mm -hmm. And this is how I am no longer allowing you to define me. And yes. this is how it this is how it's going to look for me to regain my power back. And I'm gonna take that statement and start the episode with that because that is a powerful statement. Taking your power back. Who has taken the power from you? We lost Nipsey Hustle last week. Rest mm. in peace. His funeral is tomorrow. They're charging people to attend his funeral. Tickets to his funeral are $400. Today we're talking about why are black businesses a threat? And I think that it's a threat because of a lot of trauma that we've experienced that has not been addressed and or healed. But before we go further, guys, go ahead and visit CannabisAndChardonnay.com and subscribe so that you can keep in touch with us. We're a little late today, but we know that you guys are going to be rocking with us. Um, also, I'm with my favorite people. We heard from Denise, Stylus. Let the people know what's been up with you and how they can get in touch with you. TwoStylus.com. Pardon me, my voice a little bit hoarse right now. I've been working hard. We've been working hard around the clock and uh, making dreams come true and staying positive. So, yeah, it's just another one. Let's get into it. Creative. What's been up with you, man? 
What up, man? Y'all know, just over here, uh, creating and uh, creative, thecreativebully.com. And uh, I just put up a new video, taste testing some beverages. Uh, Y'all go check that out. I finally got my new lights in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So my screen and everything is looking better. So, nice. yeah. He's like, come bring sexy no. <laughs> no, so guys, I told you last week we would be talking about black business because I felt like this whole Nipsey Hustle thing sparked a whole new awareness. And the whole new awareness is not that it's something new. It's just reminding you that you're still in a fucking movie, in a sense. Can I ask a question about the Nipsey Hustle? Yeah, yeah. So I actually saw on the Shade Room's Instagram the other day, yesterday, mm -hmm. Nipsey Hussle's daughter put out an Instagram post saying that they will not and were not ever planning on charging for the kids' funeral. Good. They, they were not going to profit you. off of it. Thank you for saying that and setting the record straight because I was starting to feel some way about the circumstance, so I'm glad that that was indeed a mm -hmm. Thank you mm -hmm. for that. But Y'all know that uh, people are going to be reselling them tickets, though. Yeah. Like the, so, like, yeah. So those are like, if you see somebody charging, that, those are resellers. Wow. It's, oh God. Which is sad. That's real sad. Yeah. I don't it's sad, but it's not. It's sad in the, in the sense of like this person has died. Yeah. But it's smart in the sense that our, that there are people out there who are great business people, which is why we're talking about this. I don't know if you guys know, but in 1919, there was a massacre in Elaine, Arkansas, I believe. And it was called Black Wall Street because there were a lot of successful black owners. Sorry, the weed, the filters, they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be working, but they never do. There were, <laughs> right, there were a lot of business black owners, black owners, black business owners, there we go, who were being used and bamboozled by people who had the upper hand, education, knowledge, and resource. A lie then ensued that got a lot of people murdered. And I just find that it's no coincidence that this happened literally 100 years ago. This man confronted one of his wholesalers. They didn't like that. He asked the wrong right questions. You feel what I'm saying? And they had him killed. So there was an uprising of things. He was meeting with other people, trying to get them on one accord about how much they should be paid, why they should be paid what they are paid and be protected, kind of like a union, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And they had this dude killed and murdered, and then a riot ensued because they were that adamant about not giving black people education and or wealth and or opportunities. And so a lot of people on social media have been outraged like, why, why, why? Well, not even tickets. They or were just kind of like Nipsey, what he represented, what he did for the culture. Like, why did it have to be him to die? Why did it have to be this? Because he was doing so good. He was doing everything right. So my question is, if you have this young black man who's literally a rose birthed out of concrete, giving back to his community, trying to make it a better place, not fleeing, going to the hills and the mountains where he's not gonna be accepted by his neighbors and constantly have to prove himself 
of why he's allowed to be there, stays in his own neighborhood, builds wealth, brings wealth to it, only to be murdered. I want to think there's a bigger, bigger issue here. I want to talk about the black business owner and their understanding of how important they are within the community. We were in LA this weekend, right? There's this Jamaican restaurant that we visit. It's called Weeby Jammin'. I lived in LA for 15 years and I would frequent this place. They had one lo location, one spot. Now they've purchased like other suites within the whole building. They own the building now and there are other businesses that are an extension of their business on that block. And it was a beautiful thing to see, to go into black owned shops and see how they do business. And I see the power of how impactful that is for communities, for you to go and see a local business owner and support that. I support my local community. My husband, when we first started dating, he would be like, why do you talk to everybody in every store and they know you by your name? Like, or you can be walking down the street and a random person will see me and be like, what up, Miss T, how you doing? It's because I believe in my community. Well, are you talking about your community as in your black community? No, my community, community as in my geography, yeah. my geography. Because okay. it's bigger than just being black. However, I'm starting to see that blacks are targets. And we're not being allowed to set up systems of wealth. And so you have this young man who's only 33 who dies and he did something prolific. He brought smart stores to the hood. Mm -hmm. There's only one smart store really that we have been hearing about more branching up, but it's the Amazon store in Seattle. Doesn't it, does mm -hmm. anybody remember that? Mm -hmm. So here you have this black dude. How dare you? How dare you be that smart and make a choice? and empower your community and give people jobs to do better for their families. How dare you? How dare you wanna make a documentary, not about the fact that this man is a natural healer, but you wanna make a documentary showing how this man made a statement and it's held up in court so much so that he won the case. In the court of law, you have to prove evidence and if you're gonna do some shit like heal cancer, inhale AIDS, inhale all this other shit, there better be concrete information because once it goes on record and you're not telling anything true, they have the right to debunk that. Look at Millie Vanilli. They basically lip synced the album, had somebody else singing their song, won all these awards and shit, mm -hmm. and then they ended up stripping them of the, their awards. Then you have these different track stars and different performance stars using performance drugs and things like that. Like the rabbit hole gets deep, I'm not even gonna take you there, but I wanna talk about all the other white businesses that are probably doing things that, actually no, that the, that the businesses that are owned by white corporations are doing things. They're making your kid the coolest monkey in the jungle. What do you mean? You're, they're taking your spot in college. Not only that, not only that, <laughs> we don't dive into that, but they're making your kid the coolest monkey in the jungle. Not only that, they're putting big black face lips on their clothing. Oh, wow. So as a people in the African-American, yeah, Gucci, and the, as people in the African-American community or the community of minorities, period, which include black, Hispanics, even white people who weren't privileged per se, homosexuals, transsexuals, 
minorities in general, I'm just letting you know that I know that there are all of us out here in this struggle. But tonight's conversation is about how it's affect, affecting the black community specifically to where your examples and your avatars are getting murdered and killed. Anybody want to dive in? You know, you know how um, Nipsey, uh, how the smart store came to be? Explain no. it. Um, there was a little uh, African boy named Idris Sandu. Mm. He would, I think it was at like a coffee shop or something. Shout out to and, and Nipsey was in there and he seen, and he, he, he looked over and he seen him on his computer and he was, he had his hand in front of his computer and mm. his hand was ref on his computer and he was moving his hand and what, however he moved it on his computer, it was moving. So Nipsey was like, yo. So Nipsey went over there and he was, and he started talking to him like, yo, what are you doing? How are you doing this? And he broke it down to him. So then he brought him to the store, showed him his vision. And then the kid, uh, they collaborated and brought it to life. And he made wow. that kid president of his company. Wow. <coughs> That's you incredible. Yeah. You, see, you are empowering the next generation of technological minds and you have the resources to have them cultivate those gifts. Do you know how important it is to have resources when you have gifts? Mm -hmm. Because you can have as many ideas as you want, but if you do not have the resources to back the manifestation of that, that's a challenge. Mm -hmm. Malcolm X said the media is the most powerful weapon, right? Mm -hmm. What this brother was doing was substantial. But what he did, if we look at it throughout American history, it seems that every so many years they reenact similar scenarios, but it becomes more appropriate for the culture as time turns. So in 1919, you have a man coming together to do something and they come against him, thwarted. Biggie and Tupac, East and West Coast tried to come together. What they do, they thwarted it and turned it into a war, a bi-coastal war. And then now you have in 2019, 100 years later to the year, Nipsey Hussle is empowering the next generation and he's gone. Why is it so important for us to band together and start educating ourselves on how to start a business? Oh my gosh. Well, Why? Anybody care to pick that up? Why is it so important to not keep the employee mentality? forever that's super important i mean because if you're an employee you're a slave i mean at the end of the day that's that's what it is and so in order to have true freedom of your life true freedom of your future true freedom of your income true i mean freedom of everything um you have to know how to build a business from scratch and to yes. profit, profit off that business. Um, it's so important for people of color. But honestly, we know that. Like, honestly, we, chitlins were invented. I mean, chitlins are a straight up meal that they have made. But I mean, we invented that because that was the slave food. They gave us the scraps of the pig and let us eat that. So it's like, we are natural. We are innately business, business um, owners and business makers because that is the way we have learned to survive. 
creative resources, right? Yeah. Using your creativity, using your mind to be creative. That's how we got all of these things. Like I think about the concept of a fork to the mouth all the time. Even though I know there are still other cultures that, you know, I think about the concept of a bathtub, a shower, a bathroom with a separate space for your toilet. Like all these things are business ideas that made the world better. Right. Why is it that some of these people were able to live and others not? Let's just take something as simple as peanut butter. Who is oh, responsible yeah. mm -hmm. for use for discovering all the different uses for the peanut? A black man. Let's talk about the cell phone that we all highly regard in some worship. Do you know that the first cell phone patent came from a black person? I did not know that. And video games too. Games video that. Game mm -hmm. Let's talk about movies. Music, everything we, we know that all of these things are businesses. I want to take it deeper than the celebrities are entitled or the Illuminati. This, no, I want to take it to any idea that you have that you manifest and you create an action plan to create some type of a revenue for it. That is a business, and so we have all these entrepreneurs, artistpreneurs, people who are diversified in their multiple streams of income in the ways in which they make their living and contribute and add service to the culture. However, we're only allowed to go so far. Are our ideas that much of a threat? Kanye West, let's talk about him for a moment. He was really? crying about, well, I want to talk about his ability <laughs> to take his money and invest in himself. So he okay. went into debt, right? Yeah, yeah. He went into debt using all of his money to create this fashion line that in fashion journey that he wanted to embark on. And as he went on this journey, he realized like, dude, I literally have the whole world eaten out of one palm of my hand while I have to use my other hand as a fist to fight off all of the adversity. Yeah. Only because I'm black and not nothing else, nothing more. Yeah. Because my ideas are valid and my action plan is good but these people don't believe in it enough to give it energy, which is money, and money is energy. So if someone believes in something, they're gonna put their money behind you. That's why it's so important that we realize that when black people take their money, which is their hard-earned energy, working 160 hours of their life, sometimes more if they have two to three jobs, and they take this money and they go give it right back to their oppressors instead of taking that money and investing it within their community or themselves. I'll be honest though. It's hard to buy black. I'm I'ma be Why? honest. Go <laughs> Why is it hard to buy? When you say hard to buy black, do you mean like black manufacturing? Or do you mean like the dynamics of service and professionalism with okay. executing organization? Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like both. Okay. It yeah. is hard. I I buy black, but it's hard to buy black, okay? Because on one end, A, it's just hard to buy black. Sometimes you think black pe people are what you're buying, and it's really white people that you're buying. So that's the first thing. It's just hard to commit to buying black in most aspects of life. Like, because A, there's not enough of us. We don't have access to us. Like, we don't have data. Like, we don't have the resources, right? Like you were saying. Yes. But also, too, so what the second component of that is that mm -hmm, there's a component of, you know, 
service that and this honestly like the the degradation of service has happened because of our oppressors right like but didn't we kind of start service because black people were the first slaves right so slaves slaves were taught to be humble and do what you're told yeah but like not to say that that's where i want to leave this conversation so you can you say that service. not being humble and do it, doing what you're told is like a direct back backlash because that I feel like with our own businesses we don't carry that, and I'm like so is that would you consider that as a backlash? Because I think I can't tell you how many hairstylists I didn't have that we didn't got into it like nail people like I'm just I like identify. the level of service. Yeah. is not the same and i yes it's partly because we don't have the resources and we're building from scratch and so things get you know you have to cut corners and it's rough around the edges sometimes i get that but i'm also like sometimes i really don't understand it because i do i do agree we are the inventors of service so i want us to take pride in that but i i could see why we couldn't or like yeah. why it yes. would be hard to well, when I say service, I think of the fact, I, I take it back to what you said about even the chitlins, right? We're that resourceful to where we're going to take something and we, we're going to make something into nothing. So much so that it's appealing to others, right? Mm -hmm. I think that because of that magic that we have, it's been extorted and exploited. But there did come a time where we emerge to have some decisions within the decision-making process due to freedom. We became miseducated because we weren't given, we still weren't even considered to be full human beings at that time. So for a while, the mindset becomes to learn how to survive and take care of your family, which are all spiritual instincts. Right. So money and how to multiply it is not in immediate education that's available to them. So for those who do see the value of like, okay, I see how the white people are, how they oppress us. I need to educate my child on how to work within that system and defeat it and reemerge and do something different. That's the way I see it. So I'm like, when I say we are the leaders of service, we are the originators because we were doing all of these menial things in life that actually added to society and built up the world at large so that people could, like us, could have these conversations, you know? So I see it differently. I see it as being like, we became miseducated for a long time. Like I said, 1919, they sent a very strong message. We will kill you, nigga, and we don't wanna have nothing to do with you. Let's talk about J. Edgar Hoover for a moment. He said that the Black Party Panther and the organization of black people was the biggest threat. He said black, he said Negro unity is the biggest threat to the world. Think about that. Of course. Of course it is. That's what I'm saying. So their whole point call it was a the threat to the no, world. No, no, he that, I'm just saying that's what his that was his. His statement, his statement, no, his statement. I'm not even saying, yes, it was his perception, but you're talking to someone who created the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And he had so much, he had certain ways that he went about things to get his information. He was a sneaky 
motherfucker. But he also was a hypocrite because he was homosexual and kept that in the closet too, but wanted to show everybody else's iniquity but his own, right? So I say that to say, we are the leaders in all things, but we were purposely miseducated. But there was a remnant of individuals who broke through and was like, nah, I'm not gonna accept this status quo. I'm not going to camp out and be comfortable in this space. But what I am going to do is use my resources to build up the next generation or put my child through college by any means necessary to break certain cycles. Because even with that comes a certain level of ownership. Yeah. Starting and finishing something for yourself with a cause in mind. What do you think, Stein? Okay, so there's a number of things. Uh, it's all cohesive, like when talking about being withheld from information, he who owns the gold, you know, those types of Makes things. Makes the rules, yep. Those types of things still exist. And I believe now, for some reason in the cosmic world, there's a shift. There's a shift right now. And you're seeing it, and it's funny that it's taking place in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. People coming together in a place that is deemed the land of the lost, if not the frauds. The lost angels. So I just see an awakening. And at this point, people will be exposed more that the community comes together, enemies and snakes shall be exposed and like a trumpet sound shall flee. And, you know, I wouldn't, I don't even wanna call it a revolution anymore. I just wanna call it prophecy because it's only so much you can hold a person back because God allows certain things and God will protect certain people. And people, things don't just go without justice. There's periods and times, there are seasons of enduring. And I think there's been an endurance level that now is starting to cap and it's peaking and you're starting to see it because people are starting to be able to express themselves in times where they can because of times where they couldn't. Yep. So business, black business, I've seen it go. I've seen it before it went. And I see it rising because the people who control that currency, they're losing control of it. And now that they lost control of it, they're trying to find ways of destroying that currency and creating a new one. So right now, this is the perfect time for the conversation in the community. Yeah. We can take down loitering signs once and for all because that doesn't do anything. You know, like, like loitering signs remind me of whites only and blacks only signs. Yeah. And it was placed in the community around the crack era when things started to escalate into the gang era 
speak on. And they started to tell blacks that they couldn't even hang on their own corners anymore. After the federal law enforcement gave power to specific regions and specific black heads. And then they took it, they gave it to them like like a credit card, like the right to swipe. Mm. And then they took the right to swipe when they were done while people who had the credit card was out in the streets having fun. And now they're just changing it up and giving you a microchip. So right now it's about how much do you believe in money and how much do you believe in your soul? How much do you believe in where you come from and how much do you really want to know? Go down the rabbit hole. You already there. It's just a matter of time before you really see. It's not just a us movie. But it is. We can't <laughs> talk about it because not everybody has seen it. We know. Yeah, I ain't seen it. Chill out. I've seen it twice. I ain't <laughs> seen it at all. <laughs> We're going to be talking about it next week <laughs> on next episode, so I'm going to need you to get it together. I'm going to need you to get that ready, right. creative. In this, weekend, this weekend. Yes, because the movie was profound. I'll take one theme from the movie, though, that doesn't give away the storyline, per se. Per se. Per se. There is a scene in the movie where, hmm, good thing, should I say that? I'm, I'm connecting all the plot themes to make sure this is not one of them that ruins it. Hmm. Don't. All right, fine, I won't, I won't. Wait just for the case, so I, wanna, gonna say I don't it. want nobody she threatening me. Like, I, I don't want nobody like, bitch, you just ruined the whole thing. All right, that's the only thing no. I want to say about it. I, it dawned upon me after I exhausted all my questions after seeing the movie. Yes. Trying to resolve all my questions, right? I just want to know, where were the guns? Nobody had guns. <laughs> Give me a thumbs up when y'all are done. <laughs> thumbs up. Oh, he took it off. He took it off. Oh, he's like, I want to hear this shit. So, but I'll take it back to business ownership, people. Do you yeah. have a business idea? If so, what are you doing to manifest that? I mean, it's hard though because people don't have under like owning a business is hard, man. I mean, especially in today's world because we have all another social media component. But like social media management in itself is a whole full time job, mm-hmm. and so like the fact that people are not getting actual foundation on how to like start a business yeah and then they're also trying i mean and that's part of the service component that i was talking about is like it's resources because i want to invest in so many black businesses and then i'm like what's your email and they're like we don't have one we don't have one and i'm like what yes (laughs) oh facebook and they're like no 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 oh my god i'm like you don't have a website what What? no i agree I agree. agree. Resources. Resources changing. Resources changed. That is the new natural resource for those who haven't realized. However, before it truly completes its process, people have the opportunity to still understand that that knowledge is the resource, wisdom is the resource applied with that. Togetherness 
people, community. Yeah, in Bluetooth. Yeah. Community, the only community we've talked about this, the only community that isn't strong right now is the African community. But part of that is part of our oppressive history, though, because. But it's a decision, too. It's a decision because at the end of the day, you got your freedom for whatever it's worth. You got some kind of freedom. You don't have to worry about uh, uh, the the physical violence anymore. Now you just have to work your brain. Now you have to take the time to just sit back and think instead of always trying to do and do and, and, and fight for respect that was never even supposed to be for you on this civilization. If it was, it would have already happened. Right now it's like, come on, you know who's kind and you know who's not. And at the end of the day, people are brainwashed, but eventually, you know, it's still survival of the fittest, creative like we always talk. It's survival of the fittest. That's what it really is, but it doesn't have to be barbaric. It can be civil. We don't have to cause a civil war. We don't have to destroy our communities because uh, a, a valued member was assassinated. However, if you want, you can seek justice in different forms to aid unless you want to resolve to just pure violence. And that's why they keep promoting these movies like The Purge and all this stuff, because they want y'all to go crazy. They want y'all to create a riot so they can televise it and then save it in the, the cloud bank, the hybrid cloud bank, artificial intelligence. Labor has changed. Business is a little bit easier now if you take the time to find like yeah. the niche for what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to work towards it. It's like when I'm in the studio working on a record. You know what I mean? Sometimes I have a record where I just make the track on the spot, record it on the spot without the writing. There's sometimes where you need to take a little time, you know? And it, like uh, New Day always talks about, it's that why factor. Yeah. It, it, it's like, why are you doing this? And what's your intention behind the message? So yeah. it's just really everybody getting together and say, fuck the lawyer signs. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and, and you have the right. You just have to, at one point, just fucking download a petition, change.org, and go walk the streets and get those numbers. And talk to people if you feel like you have the communication capability to connect with any individual because you come sincere and you have an actual dream that is, is realized in real time just for the simple fact of expressing it because it's a common ground between all people like a hit on the radio. Period. Right now, everybody doing, you know, the sex, money, drugs thing. Hit on the radio. However, there's a there's a silver lining to it all. But black businesses are growing now. This is the beginning, I believe. It is the beginning. I believe it's the beginning of, of a, a new, new boom. Yeah. And this is, like I said, it's gonna really expose the snakes and it's really gonna expose the people who really trying to be a threat to your life because they gonna say, oh wow, this group of people, let's watch them. That's why they already got cell phone towers up. That's why they already got uh, uh, surveillance all around us. 
That's why your your cell phone is a tracking device. I've been calling it that since the day I got an iPhone. She does. <laughs> and that's the day I got it. We're talking 2011, and we're in 2019. And your phone is reminding you where you parked. Yeah, I because know. now they that's say like, a ten. I like, I'm like I like that one. <laughs> but, but 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 those great tools are taking away our our thought process. Oh hell yeah! Um, hello, let's talk a little bit about emotions. Yeah, like that is literally what's happening. Like we are no longer being able to develop to our fullest, to even close to our fullest potential. Yeah, because we we are all now at a norm emotionally stunted. Mm. And that is because technology is consuming that right. Mm. Technology is creating wow. the inability to wow. process and really um, develop your emotional scale um, to even to decision make. Like the fact that we are scrolling and just like thumb clicking, thumb stoppers, right? Thumbs, like that is not naturally how our bodies learn. That's not how our minds learn. That's not even close to what our brains are supposed to be functioning like. Yeah. And the fact that we're teaching that from birth, it's really affecting our emotional keel. And wow. the, the there's so many like elements of that that are just like with the rates of gun violence, the rates of um, just people doing outrageous acts. Like, let's just put it at that simplistic level. The rate of people just doing um, outrageous acts, whether it's eating Tide Pods or walking into a church and murdering hundreds of people. Like, people are just doing, it, that's not emotionally developed behavior, you know? And so we really, 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 have to be concerned about that when it comes to like how we're okay so then you think about how we're building businesses you know and how we're operating within business structures okay like it's just not healthy and why we don't thrive like that like the fact yeah. that the majority of people that are it the employee are unsatisfied yeah like literally but that supersedes the black culture though because I'll say, this, I'll say this much. Okay, so black entrepreneurs, they do struggle with things that they that they that they don't have understanding of or that they've never been exposed to in terms of how it should be done. New things. But white, and I say this not to be white or black against, I'll just say other business owners, because there are, are, are several, they have a culture that they cultivate too, a fear in ownership over you. I once remember working for a job. Let me come closer, because I know you're watching, and I want you to know I'm talking about you. Mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> my family has traditions, and we do things yearly. And because I was an employee at the time, I had to ask permission to utilize my vacation time to go do what me and my family did every year. And I had never used my vacation time and hadn't asked for any kind of time off in a substantial amount of time. This person gonna tell me, no, you can't request these days off. I said, uh, is that a joke? He said, no, 
we need you during these days. I said, but this is two months from now. So give me your two month notice. I'm only taking off four days of the vacation of the seven days that you owe me. When this person said no, I said, so what is this? A slave? Are you a slave owner? You don't own my time. This person said, well, no, no, no. That's not what I'm trying to say. It's just, you know, if you want to not be here every day, then you have to own your own business. So then what's the point of working and utilizing my vacation right. time? If I can't utilize it when I want to utilize it. She used the fear tactic. What did I do? Well, damn it, I just didn't show up that day. <laughs> <laughs> and I came back five days later and I still got my paycheck. Why? Because <laughs> I looked at this person like, yeah. But I had to confront them and be like, you don't have that ownership of my time. I am selling you my time by being your employee. And that's what most employees don't realize. You are selling your, every 40 hours, that's 160 hours of your life per month. You're selling 160 hours of your life. And you some know, of- Funny part what, about that, of you, there, guess, are some, there are people, there are some actual people who have abandoned their dreams in the world. There why? are some people who- There's a lot of people that who just yes, rather, I that. don't know, because I'm, I'm not one of them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I Wait, was trying to on, make a point. Yeah, hey, because finish your point. I want to hear what you were saying because I like the way you worded it. We are donating our, well, we're, we're selling, selling our, time. our time. You have 160 hours in a month to give to them to earn money. And most of us have, okay, so this is what I say. Mm -hmm. This is what you need to look at as a person. This is where I'm going with this. You don't work, you don't eat. We're clear on that. However, everybody has natural gifts and talents that are assigned to a certain time in life. And your assignment may not be to affect billions of people, but it may be to affect millions of people on a one-on-one -on -one basis during the life, your lifespan, right? That being acknowledged, you really need to hone in on what makes you happy and what you're able to do to contribute to society because you're going to spend majority of your life working to eat. So you need to get clear on what you enjoy doing and what you're strong at so that you can have a happy life because right. unhappy people are out here just getting jobs to make a living. So you need to get clear on those things first before you decide on how you want to live. Shout out to Mrs. Robin Andrade, um, New Bedford, Massachusetts. When I was in high school and even junior high school, they have this program called Talent Search. And even though my father had was very active in my life and had us doing things from an entrepreneurial standpoint as a young person, this one particular teacher and counselor, she would take us on field trips to colleges to observe college classes and courses. And she was talking to us about how we should learn about the different careers in the world, how much money these careers make so we can determine what kind of lifestyle we wanted to live. How much money did you want to make in life was her question. And then from there, you start assessing what that person's gifts and talents are and if they and if that's realistic for them and if how much work is ahead of them and where they should go. That's what a guidance counselor was supposed to do. Guide you along your career path. High school is your pre-career path. College develops those skills further. There was a time when high schools offered skills and trades 
as courses. So trades. You, trades. So you can learn trades as a skill and utilize that in the workforce, like plumbing, electricity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they make hundreds of thousands of dollars per Wood year. Shop. Yes. Working Carpentry, with their hands. Yes. Like, so I say all that to say where I'm going is that, listen, people, you really need to get clear on what kind of lifestyle you want to live because that's going to dictate all your choices. It's also going to help you get clear on your career path because when you say, okay, let's just say you're like, all right, perfect. I want to make a million dollars per month. All right, let's see what that looks like. Let's see what people who are making a million dollars per month look like. What's their lifestyle really outside of these reality show snippets that they give you, which brings more money to their pocket and not yours. Wow. See, I think, I think you just like hit something super hard. Like our version of reality and perception hmm. is literally broadcasted through media. Speak. And like, Speak. I think just to think about it, like what your expectation is about the world, how it works. Yes. How bank accounts work. Yep. How, you know, job interviews work. Yep. So much comes from media that you, what you do is yep. your initial learn is through media. And then what you do is you get older and experience, you replace the media, the media expectation with your real life experiences. But if you think, everyone think now, yep. you know, yeah. if you think about what you haven't experienced, think about what you expect it to be. Think about a hot air, hot air balloon ride. What do you expect it to be? What you've seen on TV. Yeah. What you've seen on TV. Yeah. And then you experience these things in real life and you replace your real life experience Period. with the media. And so it's like, that's literally how we learn now. And before we could read things. <laughs> and use our imagination. Yeah. To seek out build experiences. Now we use that AI. See, the AI is our imagination. Yeah. And so it's just a little bit not healthy. A lot and of it. That's why they um, say detox because, you know, our phones have added to an increase in depression, anxiety. Yeah. Suicide. Yeah. And surprisingly, it's really exposed homicide in the weirdest way, in Ooh, a chaotic yeah. way. Because so. you, you can work 160 hours a month, get an award for your work on Monday, and lay it off on Friday. Ooh. And peep this. You still didn't even make $2,000 in that month, and your freaking life expenses requires $3,300. So mm -hmm. let's talk about magic number life careers choices. Why everyone could learn to become entrepreneurs just by valuing their time based on their skill set. If you don't have a lot of skill set, then maybe, yes, you should be making $10 an hour while you're educating yourself because as a student, you're going to get certain benefits that's financially going to help you sustain life so that you work less and focus on becoming better through your studies, right? Mm -hmm. But then let's just say you're an individual who's like, you know what? Nah, I'm creative, I'm crafty, and I made something, and I now want to bring it to market. What does that look like? That still looks like capital. You still need money to bring it to market. So you may need to humble yourself and get a J-O-B, which means assessing still the gifts and the talents that you have, going to a place to serve 
and get paid for your time while you're still learning how to become better at what it is you're interested in. But just because you're being served doesn't mean you have to be mistreated. No, that you're serving. Yeah, just because you're serving doesn't mean people need to know that too. Absolutely. I agree 100%. You do not need to be disrespected. And that's why whenever I go into businesses, I am very conscientious about service and I'm very conscientious about how I treat the people who are within that business. And majority of the time, I have pleasurable experiences. So I say all this to say, people, if you have a certain lifestyle that you're trying to live, you need to get clear on what that's going to look like and manifest. Because at this point in life, it's time to stop talking about things and being about things. I think the reason why Nipsey Hussle's life and death was so impactful is because he didn't just speak, he also did. Creative. Why do you think, or do you think that they want black businesses to fail? The reason I ask you this is because when we look at all of these brands, we make these people billionaires and they don't do much to give back to us. Who's they? They are all of the conglomerate corporations, the monopolies that have purposely swiped out the independent business owners. It's hard to become an independent business order, I'm sorry, owner and compete within the market without putting up a substantial marketing advertising budget. Now, these brands have had substantial time to create strong brick and mortar businesses that we supported for decades. And then when the internet was stable, and I'm sure they invested in it to become stable mm -hmm. and accessible to us, then they started utilizing the online platforms to sell to us. Well, yeah. I mean easily. And so they have brand loyalty already. So of course, I remember, case in point, I remember being in high school when we were introduced to the internet. Mm -hmm. And they... And Apple had donated a whole slew of computers to the school. And so there was an elective in high school for a computer lab. Yeah. And there was a time once we would learn information, then they would give us like 20 minutes, last minutes of class to just surf the, the internet. Web. But they didn't call it surf the web at the time. They're like, okay, you can use the computer for whatever you want to use it for. And I, the first thing I would do, and I was doing, was going on searching in my favorite star's name and looking up my favorite artists because I subscribe to magazines like The Source and Write On. Sorry about that. And um, for me, it was like, oh, let me see if I can find my favorite person on this internet, you know? Mm -hmm. And now that's exactly what we're doing now. People are searching their favorite people through apps and things. They planned all of that. They planned all of that. So I'm just saying that we need to come to a place where we set ourselves up to win in a healthy and realistic way because we can't compete with the giant with the wrong intentions. We can always beat the giant. You can beat the conglomerate, but once you beat them, don't become one of them. Can I answer the question? <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Go, I'm sorry. Um, I don't think they want I don't think they want us to fail, but I don't think they don't I don't think they even care. I just think like Virgil, when he made the uh he has always been like a top of the line designer, but he didn't get recognition 
And so he left Kanye. Like he didn't get the real recognition until he left Kanye and got bought out by uh what was it? Was it Gucci or Versace? It's one of them high-end brands. One of them hired him, and then he did a collaboration with Nike with the off-white. So we didn't value him until he got with one of these brands. Like you said, don't um, sell out. You have to sell out to get noticed because we don't value each other until we get connected with one of these major brands. So if he just, like, and all the rappers, all they do is talk about these high-end brands. Like, why not promote your own brands? Like Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx said he, um, his Gucci glasses or something broke. He set on them or something, but he needed some glasses real quick. So he went to the gas station and brought her just a $3 pair of glasses. So he put a, a video up on Instagram talking about a totally different subject. And everybody in the comments was like, yo, where'd you get those glasses? Where'd you get those glasses? He was like, damn, these glasses were $3. So what did he do? He created some eyewear. So next time they asked, he gave them his site and he made millions of dollars. Boom. Like, it's that simple. Like, we Boom. just, we we have the potential. We have the audience. We have everything we need. But we sell out instead of trying to do it ourselves. Especially, and it's crazy because these people already have influence. Yeah. Like Drake. Drake don't have to get a Jordan OVO shoe. No. Drake, Drake can come out with a Drake shoe and that thing is going to go crazy. But for yeah. some reason, we feel like we have to be attached. Well, some people, much like, uh, for lack of a better story, uh, you know, Kanye West, who's mm -hmm. stuck in a, a, a battle, a suit, you know, with his distribution label, uh, which uh, has a clause that specifies how um, him as a performer is his sole um, field, like for life. Mm -hmm. So that's that. when I read that, I said, OK, at this point, I see why he's been so adamant and emotional about trying to do his own thing and start his clothing line and live his designer dream because he's caught in a clause where they sealing him. You could even check the last Breakfast Club interview he was on. Yeah, like, but Kanye, Kanye West is a, like a different story. Kanye West, like Kanye West, his thing is he wants to sit at the table with Louis Vuitton and them as an equal. Exactly. He wants to see. He wants to be but accepted. You by ain't him. got and, the answer, Sway. Yeah, that's, that's his whole thing. He wants to sit at the table. But if you go to a Kanye West concert right now, he he sells a hundred dollar t shirts with holes in them, and the merch sells out instantly. Yeah. So the problem is not him selling. The, his his thing is he wants to be is looked at as an equal. Well, and as why far can't he be? And that's the point. Why can't he be the equal? That ties into the respect. Yeah, they not. I spoke about earlier is that us as a community, <laughs> they and what? Why are we trying to be equal to them? I just right. Who are we trying to be equal? It's because we of the reprogramming. We are the like. I just like to me. It's just like. Just like right now, um, what is it? I think Ice Ice Cube and somebody else are going in to create their own, um, like Black FL. You know, hey, Ice Cube, yeah, Ice Cube and one other person. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. And so I'm like, hello. I've literally been shouting this from the rooftop for years. 
get out. Why are we continuing to, mm -hmm. why, why yeah. are we continuing to fund this sport? These commercial, like, I just can't even wrap well, my brain around Well, here's the funny part it. about it though. Leave. Even, yes, get out, right? Get out. But at the same time, while we're having this dialogue and people are just catching up, yeah. they're already still further ahead knowing that we're just now talking about it. Like, why didn't you guys talk about this earlier? They're making fun of our community right now. Guaranteed but you know what? Because See, because this is where I feel like Black Panther comes in because- Marvel or the civil rights movement? Okay, Marvel. Um, not <laughs> <laughs> clarification. Marvel. So this is why I think Black Panther comes in because I really do, I felt like a lot of, there was a theme in that and that was technology is ours. Mm. Technology is, I mean, look, inventors, innovation, evolution, it has always been ours. No, I'll take you deeper to know that it's ours. Do you know that in a specific part of Africa, they make the crystal that powers our cell phones and keep our cell phones cool to our touch while we utilize them. I'm a nerd. So in Africa. Wait, do they sell it out? So in Africa. Okay, I feel like I've read an article like this. Yes, in Africa, there's a certain crystal. And everyone has to get it from there, yeah? Yes, exactly. There's a certain place in Africa where this specific crystal is cultivated and it's the specific resource that is used to power our cell phones. Uh, one of the benefits that it serves is it keeps our cell phones cool. Yeah. And that's in Africa. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. So, I mean, I just feel like it's just, we, we, the standards we have, like, if we're really going to truly, like, it's, to me, it's not about changing. I mean, yes, we can change, try and change the systems in the, the systems in the process. Mm -hmm. But I think the true prosperity of, of us as a people's mm -hmm. is to, really let go of those chains like yeah. let you have to unleash Very. from those chains Very. and recognize that your own has always and will always be enough and 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 be the standard period that's it they wouldn't have taken yeah. us from africa like what children of israel listen to me as i speak <laughs> no Children of Israel, they were taken from a place because of prophecy. Just like today, what we speak of is prophecy. The children of Israel would always face diversity because of di certain disobedience, right? So it manifested and migrated into the new Babylon. I'm sorry, oops, America. So now that we're here in this country, and we're noticing certain patterns that are generations old. 100 years is a generation. In 1919, the Elaine's Red Summer Massacre set the tone of what they felt about us as black business owners and how they would limit us. And it's been manifesting differently through different scenarios, through society, it's all the same. 
The reason why black businesses are a threat is because black people are very, very powerful according to prophecy. Doesn't mean we're better than anyone, it just means we have a certain holiness. And holy, the word holy just means separated, assigned, set apart for. We have a certain purpose that we've been set aside for. That's why we affect all of the culture here in New Babylon, because we're the slaves. And the slavery supersedes just what happened in Africa, but it was more so the spiritual enslavement that would ensue because of false god worship, which is what takes place here in our world. And so the wrong gods didn't get the glory that they wanted. And the new gods were influencing the people in an unorthodox, unconventional way. And the old gods can't control that. So they eliminate all threats. That's why black businesses are a threat because our unity is powerful. When people are on one accord, but especially God's children, it's like when you have, let's just say you're a parent, you give birth to three children. Your oldest is at least five years older than your second, and your second is at least three from the third. But the oldest is now old enough to watch over the kids while you're gone. You wanna come back to a house intact, right? It means good decision-making skills were being implemented but it all stems from the leadership of that and equipping the individual to make those kind of choices, sustaining them, cultivating them, supporting them so that you can get the results you desire. Our world doesn't work like that. So they eliminate things that they cannot control instead of introducing pure education for the sake of another person to excel for the betterment of all people for the betterment of the household. The planet is all of our house. And we have to protect the house. The creator is our parent. And there are certain influences that are here to guide us, to make choices that are going to better us as a people. I just feel like we need to have a solution where everyone has equal opportunity to benefit within the house. So that's all I'm pointing out in that there should be no threat necessarily. There should just be humility in terms of embracing the work that we have to do. That's all I'm gonna say about that. You're tuned in guys, Cannabis and Chardonnay. We love you for tuning in. Denise, thank you for being a guest as always. And stylist and creative, you know I love you guys. Visit cannabisandchardonnay.com. Subscribe so you can keep in touch with us. We want your support. Uh, tonight we were smoking on Mendo Breath, Death Star, and Tangerine Dream. Yes, and we were sipping on some cup, I'm sorry, some buttercup Chardonnay. So when you visit your local dispensary for all of you who are in legal states, try any of those strains. And for those of you who are wine, Enthusiasts, oh, I was trying to burp and shit. <laughs> For all of you who are wine enthusiasts, check out Buttercup in your local winery and or grocery store, okay? And um, just rock with us. If you're a business owner and you're looking to evolve, 
Here are some quick resources for you. Um, if you live within the United States, you can visit your county clerk's office and establish a fictitious name slash DBA for $26. Um, you need to build a website so you can begin your direct consumer relationship process. From there, you need to create social media strategy that's not aggressive. And then the last thing would be to assign yourself an advertising budget because you need to pay to play. Be consistent, believe in yourself, and be the difference. Take the negative energy, convert it into positive, and be the example. Don't just be someone who's talking, be the actual example. Guys, how can they keep in touch with you all? We'll start with ladies first, ladies first. How can they keep in touch with you, Denise? Well, if you need therapy, <laughs> find me at elevated.therapy on Instagram, but if you need business consulting, you can find me at Elevate Consulting NB on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere, basically. Um, yeah, that's it. Stylist, how can the people find you, darling? Twostylist.com, jtmediaagency.com, NES Cartoon Matrix is on the way. I, we just got finished with a, a Roots Reggae music video shoot and two days of a master class shoot. And I have editing that I'm doing right now. So look out for Cartoon Matrix soon because the website is done and I'm ready to launch. Creative <laughs> Bully, how can they keep up with you, darling? Y'all know what it is. Hit me up at thecreativebully.com to see what I'm up to. And also my um, business tip or whatever is to get this book right here. If you like need extra money, like to fund your, like if you got a nine to five, but you need extra money to fund your dream quicker, it's called the $10,000 side hustle. And I got this book from brassknucklefinance.com. It's $12 or you can get a, a ebook. It's $5. And basically this book, what he does is he made $10,000 from side hustles in like, I think it was two or three months. And he breaks down every experience, like all the way down to the dollar. Like he did Uber. He did like everything they, that you see side hustle. He's done it to get to $10,000 in three months. And he breaks down the good and the bad of uh, his experience with each of these systems and how to log in and everything. It's pretty dope. Nice. I love it. That's what's up. You know what you're going to get every Tuesday when you tune into Cannabis and Chardonnay? You're going to get empowered. You're going to go out, be rock stars. But you know what my message is. Love one another. Be an instrument of love and believe in yourself enough to invest. So check out that book from Creative and go ahead and visit us at Cannabis and Chardonnay. We'll see you next Tuesday, guys, where we will be talking about the movie Us. So for all of you late bloomers, you need to get with the program, okay? Because I've seen it twice and I have all my notes and you know I'm ready to brrr, stick them. <laughs> no one had a gun in the movie. Hey, what up, man? Chill out, bro. <laughs> Creator was like, la, 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 yeah. la, la, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for rocking with us tonight. We'll see you soon. Bye. Hey. <laughs>